Hey, goal getters, and welcome to The Daily Distance, a new daily series from the creators of We Got Goals. I'm Kristen Guile, editor-in-chief of asweatlife.com. In these short episodes, we're bringing you one daily goal you can set for yourself during this chaotic time, one actionable thing you can do to move your body, connect with a friend, prioritize your mental health, get some work done, and practice a little bit of self-care. And now, on to today's interview. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset. And with me today is Jason Lobig. He is the co-founder of the Live Better Co. And he is also a trainer and a mindset performance coach in Chicago. You can find him at Barry's Bootcamp. You can also find him running and training with Nike as well. Jason, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Is today the best day ever for you already? We're already doing it. Yeah. What has made your day so good so far? Uh, I slept in oh. uh, longer than longer than usual, uh, which is really nice. I've been trying to do that every Monday and Thursday morning. So I've got my, my two days set. Uh, I've already worked out and now ready to get into some work. So I'm already feeling good. And it's 66 degrees out. So we're, we're vibing today. Oh my gosh. Great day. Um, I love the idea of sleeping in on a Monday and like not saving it for a weekend, but like sort of easing into your actual weekdays and your, the work week, um, with a little extra sleep and snoozing. That sounds so luxurious. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, all the days are blurring together. So, uh, Mondays are Sundays and I'm just, you know, trying to, uh, trying to build a seven day schedule instead of a five day. (laughs) Aren't we all, (laughs) uh, Jason, what are you going to recommend for our listeners today? I'm going to recommend that people set better boundaries. Um, we can, people can set better work boundaries, um, better self-care or personal time boundaries, um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, and then that will be in the context of talking about their environment and then the way that that environment affects their mindset. All right. So where do you see this being a problem for people right now? Why are we having so much trouble with boundaries? With everyone working from home, now the place that you do your work is also the place that you relax, that you eat, uh, that you socialize virtually. Um, the place that we try and be creative is also the place that we try and rest. The place that we're working out is the place that we're trying to just have downtime and read or watch TV or just chill. And the blurring of those physical boundaries at home creates a lot of confusion in the brain. Um, and I think if we expound that further, the workday itself has lost its boundaries because you have, you know, 24 hour access to your phone, your computer. When those notifications are going off, things are beeping in a space where they otherwise wouldn't. Maybe you are good at shutting your computer after you leave the office for a normal day. That doesn't really happen anymore. Um, And I think, especially if you work in any type of international business, those boundaries are really being blurred because now the workday is truly 24 hours. Um, and I think people are having a hard time and a challenging time separating physical boundaries between the space that they're operating and doing different activities in. And then they're, they're having trouble setting boundaries around how they actually are formulating a schedule now that all these days are kind of blurring together. Yeah, yeah, totally. And a lot of us too are in smaller living situations in Chicago and in New York, and you can't even move from like your work area of the house, like you don't have a home office to like physically shut the door to. Um, so it can be really hard to, like you said, just draw those boundaries and 
keep that environment separated for work and play and socializing. Um, so I totally agree. I think we actually wrote an article on sweatlife.com that uh, I will link to in the show notes about how to maintain boundaries when working from home. Um, so tell me more, what have you learned and what like specific tips do you have? I think the biggest thing is, is, um, starting the day similar most days. Um, okay. you know, whether you're choosing to like sleep in a little longer on a day or, or wake up really early, I think going to some type of like morning routine, I'm not suggesting that, you know, everybody goes full suit, work attire, makeup <laughs> and go the full, the full way. But I think to, to achieve some type of sense of like, this was my rest time. Now I'm transitioning to work time. I'm transitioning to work out time. Um, and then into some type of relaxation or back to work, whatever that might be to create better sort of transition periods by using routines and rituals to do that specifically starting in the morning. I think a lot of people are just kind of dragging ass and having a really hard time getting going because yeah. all of these physical boundaries are blurred. So I've been blocking out the same time to exercise every morning. Um, and really trying to protect that and then communicating that back to whomever is demanding my time to say, Hey, you know, I've set this time aside for me because I know that this is when this operates best for me. And I think we're all have been, um, all of us have been kind of granted the blessing of being at home more so we can take some time to really understand like, Oh, this is when I like to exercise. This is when I feel most creative. This is when I feel most productive. Um, because we can actually control sort of our own physical space. You know, we don't have to go into the office and then contend with being in business casual or whatever, um, or needing to leave the office to go do what you need to do. So there's definitely an upside to it, but you have to create the structure um, in order for that to flourish. Otherwise, you get trapped in the, like, I want to work out, but I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> and uh, and it, neither is effective. It's so interesting too, because like you said, like it can be really hard to turn off those work boundaries when you are in a place where you could theoretically work, you know, from nine to five to nine again. But with that same sort of, I don't know, freedom from an hourly schedule, like you have that freedom to work in the hours that suit you a little bit more, unless you're in a business where like you're expected to be online for specific hours. But like, I know for me, my hours have been able to like get pushed around a little bit based on, you know, what I need to take care of during the day. And if I need one day to start working at 10 instead of at eight, like that's pretty possible right now. So that's kind of a, a strange backwards benefit, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, definitely. I think it's funny too, businesses are being hesitant to admit that their employees, um, if they've been able to retain them, which is another huge challenge, are extremely productive because people are working when it suits them best. And we're figuring out that, hey, this work from home schedule thing actually kind of does work really well as long as you're held accountable to uh, a well-finished work product. And it is a nice benefit to say, you know, I prefer to work from eight to 10, but my coworker prefers to work from nine to 11. Let's communicate during those overlap periods and let each other finish during the time off. I think it's been an interesting change for a lot of people. Well, it'll be even more interesting to see um, how these changes are carried forward into the office and the virtual office and, and beyond uh, once we're able to start working in person again. Um, now, what else was in your outline that you gave to me at the very start of this recording? What else did you think was really important for us to know about boundaries and uh, how we set ourselves up for success in our physical environment as well? 
For sure. We talk a lot about a concept called set and setting is how your mindset influences the setting that you're in. And then also how that setting or that environment influences your mindset. And this, I think, has been the biggest challenge for people because we feel confined to home. And if home isn't very big or if home is a challenging place to be and you are normally very active and mobile um, and a social person or you've maybe fallen on hard times and being at home and not being able to go out and potentially look for another job if you've lost yours, um, I think is, is really difficult for people. And it isn't always a positive thing, right, to be at home. I think there are a lot of things to look forward to about being home. There's a lot of things that are um, potentially difficult about being at home all the time. And we need to take full consideration over how our environment influences how we think about things. Obviously, this is what's presented such a major challenge for people. All of a sudden, we feel like we're kind of imprisoned and stuck um, rather than reframing our mindset to actually create a better environment. So that's sort of like the, the baseline, the preface of our whole business at Live Better is that you own the best day ever. Like this is on you to create the conditions that allow you to be the best version of yourself. And it is then saying, okay, if I can then influence my mindset, I'm going to feel better in the conditions that I'm either forced to be in or choosing to be in. And then we can start making home a more conducive place to be productive, to get in shape and be healthy, both mentally and physically, to be able to virtually socialize right now. And I think the, the interplay between the conditions, your actual physical environment and your mindset um, is really, really important to consider, you know, are you, a, are you a huge product of your environment, right? Like, are you kind of going a little bit stir crazy at home? Or are you taking the time to reframe your mindset so that home is a conducive place for you to catch up on work, spend more time with your family, spend more time resting, um, spend more time figuring out some of these routines and rituals. I think there's so much opportunity in slowing down um, because we've been forced to. You need to make that work for you so that when we do return back to normal, whatever that new normal looks like, um, we're returning back to things that suit us rather than just kind of like playing in our busyness all the time rather than kind of like working on the schedule from the outside looking in. Yeah, that intention um, that we're getting an opportunity to like really reflect on right now is a theme that's come up a lot in these podcasts, whether it's, you know, having an intentional morning routine to set yourself up for success that day or being intentional in who you choose to spend your social energy on. Um, that really presents a lot of opportunity for you to choose the path that best benefits you. Now, what in your physical environment do you feel is like on point, super necessary for you, Jason, to have like your most productive best day? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a general person of extremes. If you <laughs> follow me or, or know me, I, I, I like going 100 miles an hour or zero. So I am, um, that sort of carries over into the way that I like to be social. I like very deep alone time. And then I like very connected social time, um, and not a lot of play in the middle. So, you know, um, very fortunate to have like a spare room that I kind of use as an office. Um, my wife's at home and has kind of taken over the kitchen as her like command center. 
So we have a doors that separate us so that we can both have like, and she's, she's kind of like this too, or we're both pretty independent people, but we have our own space. And then, um, when we get to hang out, it's, you know, it, it, it more closely mimics what a normal work day feels like for us. Um, and I think that's been really important. I am huge on decluttering my workspace and not having just like sort of stuff strewn about. Yeah. Um, to keep a very tidy workspace because I think that carries over mentally how I organize my to-do list, my tasks, um, and generally working on things that are a bit more creative in nature. Um, I've got a whiteboard that sits right next to my standing desk, um, and I've got different types of like candles I'll light, um, essential oils I'll use, music I'll play. Um, I've got a yoga mat lying on the floor right behind my desk. So I sort of have this modular, like <laughs> if I want to sit down, I can sit down. If I want to stand up, I can stand up. Yeah. If I want to listen to upbeat music, I'll change that. So I have this ability to sort of like influence the actual vibe and conditions I'm in to set the conditions to then do whatever task I, I want to work on. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been really, really important for me. Um, and then I've maintained like a solid running schedule to be able to get outside almost every day, which has also been important to me. Okay. This is, this is just for my personal curiosity. Where are you running right now? Um, my, the, the best place that I've found to run has been down near Grant Park and Millennium Park area. I live Got in it. Streeterville. So I just like cut under Columbus um, mm -hmm. and there's very, very little traffic. And over in Grant Park, the sidewalks are so wide. They are. Um, and yeah. even the, even the streets, especially on weekdays, um, weekends too, are not really that trafficked. So there's a lot of room to like maintain plenty of distance. Um, and you don't have to contend with a ton of traffic lights. So you can kind of like cross the street if you hit the light, right? If not, you can make big loops. So I've been using that as sort of my running arena. I love that because I think if, so as we've established, I'm in Indiana right now and we have a lake with, um, the path around it is a little over two miles and there's an option to make it a three mile loop. So I'm pretty lucky there. But I think if I were in the city, every stoplight is just an opportunity for me to be like, mm, maybe I should turn around. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should just rest <laughs> for an extra light pattern. Um, so that's nice that you have found a way to avoid it. Uh -huh. And all right, Grant Park, good tip. Uh, Jason, yeah. anything else we should know about these boundaries and how we can make the most out of this, this mental tip you've given us? I think just continue to tinker uh, and then make sure that when something works, like continue to do it, you know, um, I think to, to waste this time would be a monumental mistake because while hopefully this never happens again, you won't ever get the opportunity to take so much time to spend at home to get all these things figured out yeah. and just getting started on figuring them out, like is the whole game. And I think people kind of miss that. People think that you have to do things all at once. And normally we blame our busyness. We blame our lack of time. We blame, oh, well, I had this to do and then I had to run over here. And that. you don't have to do any of that right now. So take a whole day, take a whole weekend day just to figure some of these things out. Um, and I think when, while we're on kind of a seven-day work schedule, you know, if you're continuing to work weekends and doing things like make sure that you block out certain times of the day, certain times of the week. Like I block Thursday completely just to make it like a learning day for me. I'll read all day long. I'll look into different things. I'll listen to different talks. Um, 
kind of journal and I, I really work on some bigger picture stuff because the rest of the days are still filled with things that, you know, are, are tending to keep me busy from virtual training to teaching to talking. So I think just um, making sure that everyone understands that in this all, there's an extreme opportunity for you to spend time getting all of like the back end of your life figured out. Love it. Jason, thank you so much. That was a great tip for how we can uh, set and maintain some healthy boundaries right now during this opportunity, as you've called it. So where can <laughs> we find you and what you're working on? Yeah, definitely. Um, on Instagram, just at Jason Lobig. Um, it's my full name or at live better co is our business Instagram. Um, and we've got lots of things going on right now. I've, I've taken on more private coaching online. Um, we are starting a mindset program. We run one virtual retreat and, uh, we're about to do another, which should be launched and live by the time, uh, this goes up. Um, yeah. And just continuing to, uh, to, you know, teach and talk and, and try and spread this very optimistic message of, of taking, you know, your health into your own hands and, and using this time as an opportunity. Awesome. I'll link to all of these places in the show notes too, so that people can uh, find you at the click of a link. And Jason, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on here. Yeah. And for all of our listeners, we will uh, see you on the internet again soon for more tips from our community. And until then, stay safe. Stay well and cheers to going the distance together. 